Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a direct message network and podcast one production. We are directly to your favorite stars. Hey, Michael Phelps here. I want to tell you a bit about online therapy. Online therapy is not about time and place. It's anytime and any place. Did you know that over 50% of Americans struggle with their mental health? I'm one of them. And that's why I'm here to tell you about online therapy and how it can change your life. Online therapy is just as easy as joining a video call or texting with a friend. Only you'll be talking to a licensed therapist from your device on your schedule. Talkspace is more committed than ever to making therapy accessible and affordable for all. Go to Talkspace.com and start working with a licensed therapist today. Brought to you by Talkspace. Therapy for all. Get $100 off your first month of Talkspace therapy with coupon 100 for you. Okay, we've been talking a lot about this recently, um, about just how the way you look really does affect the way you feel. And feeling confident in your clothes helps you go after the goals and, and really just impacts your day. And what I love that Express is doing, you guys, they have comfortable, cozy, high quality, great designs, versatile styles that make you look and feel your best. Perfect for the holidays. If you guys don't know about their Lux Comfort denim, their jeans made with extra stretch and super soft fabric. So they're like as comfy as sweats. Those are the ones you need to check out first. But they've got great tops. They've got all kinds of key pieces that you can style along with anything in your closet. Um, Express is great. Uh, Check them out online. They're also available in stores. They've got holiday styles for staying in, stepping out, or anything in between. Shop Express in stores and online now. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Dang, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both... Adults. adults and if you're an adult or just trying to be one this is the show for you we're gonna start this lovely tuesday off with some adulting wins and fails are you ready yeah okay. i am <laughs> i'll start us off per please huge. do okay, okay okay um adulting win so i've been working on the old mental um health and although i haven't really followed a lot of the um guidelines and i guess done the homework that my i'm gonna call her a coach guys this is what commitment looks like okay but we're one week in right okay Mm -hmm. and every day i have thought about the homework and the guidelines right but no action 
not no i have but not in the way that she suggested it um which is totally my bad but the truth is is that like if i make it more of a burden than it needs to be then it's not sustainable then it's not going to even do me any justice so like the few times where i've been mindful of like the breathing exercises or the tapping or the thinking things through before i react um has helped me. I just haven't done it like first thing in the morning when she suggests like to do meditation or, um, so I'm just trying to be gentle with myself because that's okay. It's, it takes a lot of effort. And I feel like right now we're in a real like swing of changes with schedule and geos naps and, um, and so I'm trying to find some me time, but it's not, it hasn't been that successful, but on the flip side, I think just realizing that I have this like obligation to myself is helping me to focus more on um, just trying to be present. So okay. I guess that's that's my win. Okay. That's a good win. And for anybody tuning in for the first time, they're like, what is this girl like back in school or what? Yeah, I know. Um, no, I, I met with like a, like a, I'm going to call her a mental health coach. She's really not. She's like a hypnosis therapist and a life coach. Yeah. Um, and she's just basically there to support me through some, I don't know. I just feel like the times of your thirties, really any age, but right now for me is like a time for me to focus on like, getting ahead in life financially as a family and in our relationship. There's just a lot of things that are needing attention. And I think like my relationship with myself and mental health has like definitely been a very, very last priority. So she's just there to, to check in with me. Okay. Okay. But to also like reframe your thinking, right? Like get you thinking about and doing new things because at the end of the day, you went to her because you wanted to make some change or you wanted to come, like yeah. you wanted to grasp some things that were going on internally. For sure. Correct? I think that everything it happens because of maybe some behavior you've, you've learned along the way. And there's behaviors that I don't like about myself and habits that I've picked up that have been really hard for me to break on my own. And so I just felt like I needed another source to either hold me accountable or put things in a different perspective and frame it in a way that's like digestible for me to hopefully work through it so that I can like, you know, create better habits. Yeah. So I want to be careful and gentle with my words here. Um, But absolutely, like we all need some help, right? It's nice to have people to keep you accountable. But at the end of the day, it sounds like maybe you haven't been doing what you're supposed to be doing to like really progress this change or progress new habits that you may be working on. Yeah. So the accountability part has to come back to you. Like she's there to help. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and she's also not free. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I know. And it's, I'm well aware. This has obviously been something I've been, um, I've, I've done my whole life. I've been a very, I've been a professional procrastinator. I've done it through school years. I've done it through my acting years. I would have material that needed to be studied and I wouldn't necessarily like give it the time or effort it needed. And I just like come in for the win at the end, you know, like, I don't know what it is, but I don't, 
I've never, maybe it was a skill that I didn't learn early on. I always tried to find the easy way out or the shortcut or just get to the point that made me the happiest. And so anything that takes a ton of like effort or thinking through is not necessarily a strength of mine. I get that. I get that. I don't think you're alone either. I mean, I'm a master procrastinator, so I get it. It's something that I have to focus on all the time in order to avoid. But I will say this, and this is something I've learned from like doing my own work, my own meditation, reading, whatever, and just like really sitting on thoughts. You're not, unlike other things where there's a finish line, you can't look at it that way because you're not trying to get to a certain point. And from that point, like you feel peace and joy and contentment and happiness from then on. Mm -hmm. It's an ongoing thing. Right. Forever. And maybe that's why I don't feel this like pressure right now. I mean, I do to some degree, but I know that I'm, I'm taking more steps than I have in the past. And so I'm just going to chip away with it as much as I can. Um, because like life is a lot right now. Like there's a lot of change and there's, you know, I'm also, you know, pregnant and I'm sure that that plays a role in where my head's at, you know, at different parts of the day. But relatively speaking, I'd say that like things have been like, okay, you know, like it really has. Think about it. We've literally been locked home. We don't really do much go anywhere. There's not a lot of distraction other than our work. And you know, we're still alive and we're still alive and Gio's thriving in a way. Right. He is. Um, can I'll get to my fail really quick and then you can do your win and fail because we, I want to introduce our guest today. Okay. Um, the fail is the change piece. Like this is going to only really pertain to our moms and dads listening, but I have been so much more, um, in control of Gio's regiments and like his schedules. And so we are now in a place where we're doing one nap a day and as opposed to two. And so it sounds crazy, but just that subtle difference has thrown what felt like a normal routine that we finally mastered completely off. So we Mm -hmm. have mornings that are very long and drawn out with him. And he's also like confused, right? Cause he's used to going to sleep at night. So we're dealing with like a kid who's got mood swings and wants and needs. And we still have, you know, our responsibilities to our work and obviously to him. And it's just, it's a lot. Like I totally understand how people who work have help. Um, yeah, I, cause I, I'm trying to wrap my head around how we manage. If I didn't have you, like if I was a single parent, I don't know how I would do it. Yeah. It'd almost be impossible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, and we, that's we, we, fail, we like try to go at it strategically too. Like we sit down, we, we look at the day, right. And we schedule out the day. We try to give each other breaks where, you know, one of us is on with Gio and the other one can go do whatever you need to do, whether that's work or stuff for yourself, work out, whatever it is. But even with that, I mean, that that's all changing in the last few days because we've changed the schedule. Yeah. But it just feels like, I, I, I'll say this, the most challenging part is I think for both of us, we both are most productive and are in the best place in the morning mm-hmm. to focus on work. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we can't both do that. Like somebody has to be on with them and it's, it's really like, it's a give and take. And it's almost like a daily struggle to figure out like what the best like what the best plan is or what the best um, structure is in order for like to make sure he's taken care of because he's number one. But 
all the other demands, they don't, they don't go away. They're no, just, they're that, just knocking every that's single the day. The worst feeling is that like I'm with him and I'm trying to be present and give him the time and energy, but I have texts or emails or a phone call that's pending. Or I know that I have like a zoom meeting and it's like those little moments can like get into your head and you're like think for me it's like oh I haven't even gotten out of my pajamas or brushed my teeth like how am I (laughs) supposed to pull my life together for you know anyways yeah but it's okay we're doing it this is literally we're recording this on his midday nap which I hope is gonna be a decent one um I want to check in with you thank you I want to hear your wins and your fail yeah um Okay, I literally just drew blanks. I had them in my head, and I drew blanks. Um, but I, I do know my wins. I like to start with my fail and come back to the win, but we're going to flip-flop it this week. And uh, I have two. One is Drew Coffee is now three days away, which is super exciting because I've just been working my ace off on that one. Um, so I'm happy. I mean, if you've been following me anywhere, you know coffee is life for me, and I'm super passionate about it. So... I'm excited because I've, I've put a lot into this and I'm excited to bring what I think is a, a premium or excellent, amazing uh, product to people and like provide an experience too. So I'm, I'm pumped on that. Um, the other one, gone, totally gone, <laughs> fleeting. The fail, the fail is, and I assume that a lot of people can relate to this is, especially if you have a kid, number one, but we just can't seem to like keep the place clean and organized. And I think it affects everything else. Like it definitely is a source of some anxiety, like definitely a source of chaos in my brain because I just feel like there's not a space that we can go into right now that doesn't have like boxes or toys or like clothes or whatever. And it makes it really hard to like, even when you have that hour window or that two hour window to sit down and just crush out whatever you got to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's just so lot. chaotic. Yeah, dude. And I feel like every single second of the day that I'm not working or completely focused on him, I'm literally cleaning. It's it. okay. I'm going to say this and I know that it's just cause it's in the f- space that I'm in right now, but it's like, I feel like this is not living. No. Tearfulest. Like, I truly feel like I have not had, other than the baths I take at night, that is like truly the only time where I'm sitting still or staying still and like doing something that's probably best for myself. And it's crazy because, like, and I it literally just dawned on me. I'm thinking like, I'm pregnant too. This, the first time I was pregnant with Gio, I was so much more mindful of like, did I drink enough water? Did I eat enough? Like this time around, I'm really just eating Gio's leftovers. And like, <laughs> that's about, I mean, that's as far as it goes. And by the time you're like, what do you want for dinner at the end of the night? I'm like upset. Cause that you even asked me that. Cause I'm so tired. I'm like, I don't want anything. I want to lay in my bathtub for an hour and a half and not move. This is not <laughs> what I envisioned, but you know, catch me on a better swing. And it's like, this is, I'm, I'm doing it. Then we're growing a family. We're growing all these businesses. Like yep. it's crazy how, I like depending a, on, I guess, like my energy. Level. Yeah. It's a daily internal struggle. Yeah. I feel like, and on that note, I mean, this is kind of a win too. Um, as always, we're recording on Monday today. I did something a little different, right? I, I need to get back to well, say, get back. I don't know if I was ever there, but Working out in the morning because I've realized for me that 
this this mind of mine is number one super racy number two it's all over the place right and the one thing that helps me most to just calm me and focus me is getting in a good workout so i'd like to do that in the mornings and uh there's certain things that are way harder than others and one of those things for me is doing squats i hate doing squats um i try to do them every week but i hate it every time and what i went into this week thinking was let me do the hardest thing that i can possibly do at the start of monday so that it does a bunch of things for me one gives me a a sense of self-confidence self-esteem and empowers me like first thing during the week and then my internal wins like are already going because i've i've conquered or accomplished something that I hate doing. And I did it at the very start. So the rest of the week should be easy breezy. Yeah. I think that little things like that, tiny adjustments, adjustments can make a huge difference. Um, I need to find my adjustments. <laughs> um, but this is why we talk about it. So no, if you, I know, I know people in a couple, especially if the kids, like we try to go back to the drawing table sometimes daily to figure out like, what is the best routine or structure for all of us like what are your needs what are my needs how can i help you how can you help me what does geo need and then like let's literally look at the days how it's planned out and let's plan it out so it's like optimal for everybody yeah this is a tiny little thing and i think we've said this before but if you don't have a shared calendar with your partner that is an absolute game changer it is the best way to manage time properly being in the know um, and knowing what your other your partner's doing or you have planned like is so 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 important Um, it's really the only way we get anything done Um, so anyways that's just a little tidbit I want to take a break because we have Man and Matthews that's going to join us today and if you guys aren't familiar with Man and Matthews she um, she kind of had her start or she was first um, what would you say? Like, oh my God, my brain just, she was a viner. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> she was a viner. So she's, she's, uh, I would call her like a, a social media presence. She's a comedian. Yeah. She's super funny. So funny. Um, we had a bit of a different conversation this time around, but there's still like little, little like glimpses in there where you're like, well, yeah. yeah, she can bring it. I just like that. She kept it super real for us. Like, I think she realized Beyond. our listeners like it very real. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about these personalities that we think we know is that we are so complex. And I think that's probably what people gather from like, even listening to us, who I am on our podcast is so different than who I am on any TV show or really any like social media period, because we just don't have that depth of that time to like get really real. So what I love about man and Matthews is that she is sharing a lot about her life and hopefully this can help inspire people that are in a similar position. And by the way, if you aren't familiar um she just dropped a book it's called funny how it works it's out on um no it's called funny how it works out (laughs) it's uh on amazon and wherever books are sold i think and i think um it's a great reference for people going through stuff yes so let's take a quick break to go through yeah we'll be right back don't go anywhere we'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father This episode is supported by the team at Vistaprint. And this holiday, Vistaprint is all about helping you create on-off custom gifts that are so personal they could never be regifted. Let me say this. When I get something that's that's been personalized for me, it is 10 times better than getting something that someone just bought off a shelf. 
like for me, knowing that you put just a little bit of thought into it and a little bit of effort and you did it while you were thinking about just me or us, um, means the absolute world to me. Like I would take, even if it was $5 or $1, I would take that all day long versus you, um, giving me anything else of value. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I just, those are the ones that I cherish and I feel like everybody else feels the same way. I think that's what the holidays are all about. It's not about, you know, these elaborate crazy gifts. It's about something that's really sentimental, something timeless that you might want to just keep forever and ever and ever. And that's why Vistaprint specializes in unregiftable gifts, gifts so unique and so personal that you wouldn't dream of passing them on. One-off gifts like custom mugs and canvas prints, photo books and wall calendars. They're the kind of thoughtful gifts you really can't wait to give because they spark so much surprise and joy. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about a, a mug I made for my aunt for her wedding. It's still the mug she uses today. I love that. Okay. Um, so at Vistprint, you can also create your own personalized holiday cards, adding your photos and messages and adding special finishing touches like embossed foil and scalloped edges. That's really fancy. Love that. So rather than giving an unoriginal gift this holiday, make it Unregiftable. Wow, that's a tongue twister. With a custom gift from Vistaprint. Go to vistaprint.com slash adulting to get started on your unregiftable gift. The holidays are coming up. Don't miss your chance to get an unregiftable gift. Get started today at vistaprint.com slash adulting. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Hi, I feel like I, I know you from all of your awesome videos on Instagram. I'm Daniela. This is Andrew. Hey, Hi guys. Nice to meet you. Welcome to, to adulting like a mother father. I love that. I How love is adulting so for you these days? It's hard. I don't want to do it a lot of the time, for but sure. you know, it's, yeah, there's a lot to it, you know? It's kind of taking like one little thing at a time yeah. and not getting too overwhelmed. But how is it for you guys? Thriving. Yeah, no, it's No, oh. it's 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 always just it feels like there's a lot to it and I'm exhausted and we're exhausted, but um but I have to say, you know, creators like you really help a lot of people get through their days, right? So like you wouldn't even realize probably that you feel like adulting is hard because you're constantly doing something. I mean, you are, you've got your hands in all the different pots in terms of entertainment. And I have so much respect for that because we were just talking. It's like, it's a new landscape, right? Like you got to take the bulls by the horn. Nope. That's a bad, that's not vegan. Um, <laughs> the point is, no, it's not. The point is, is that you're doing it all, and I have to say, how the heck do you have Jennifer Aniston liking your shit? You know, that's one of my greatest achievements because mm-hmm. that's all anyone ever wants to talk about. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry, I didn't even realize. No, that. no, no, I love it. I love it. I love talking about it. I don't know how. She, I don't even understand how she found me. How long she's known about me. Um, it happened last October, right around my birthday. And I, I probably looked like such a stalker because my friends had already, or no, yeah, my, I, whoever it was, they got me like a friend's t-shirt. And then my friend, I had a friend's cake and I'd never had that before, but I knew this girl that did my wedding cake that made awesome cake. And it was a friend's cake with the couch on the top. And I think one other thing. And then, so I was posting about it. 
And at this point she was already following me and she probably thought I was like a lunatic, but then she still continued to follow me. So I didn't lose her. Maybe she was flattered. I don't know, but it, it was, I was so happy that she was on Instagram and then I posted about it like her being on Instagram and I was so happy. And then I saw that she followed me. It was after breath work one day, I went to breath work and I was releasing a lot of old energy from my uh, relationship. And then I got out of breath work and I was feeling so empowered. And I was like, oh, everything's going to be okay. I got you, man. And, and, uh, and then I got a text or a DM from this guy who was like, I can't believe Jen's following you. And I was like, what? Whoa. And then I saw that she was following me and I sent her a message and I was like, you bring so much light and humor to the world. Thank you. And she's like, yeah, thank you. You, you do too, by the way. And I'm like, what? And, and then wow. it's been great ever since. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want, I have some questions. I want to back it up. So you were married, correct? Yeah. I have one more month until the divorce is final. Oh, wow. That's heavy, girl. That's a lot to be going through in 2020. Yeah, on top of all the other stuff, for sure. So not easy. walk us through some of the stuff that you feel like you've been like coping with because you seem to, well, this is what's so hard about social media. It's like you seem to put on a really good face. You've, you're pushing out good content. You've got your, um, which I love, manifestation account and your podcast. Like what helps you, what helps you get through all of this? Um, well, we had kind of decided we were going to stop trying to save our marriage at the end of last year. So it has been it's not, it's not, it's not like, it's like, Oh, it's, it was a year ago. So I should be over by now. A lot of people are keep, keep telling me like, Oh, it's still pretty recent. Um, but I think what's gotten me through is literally just a lot of quality time with myself, with friends that love me and that want to hear what I have to say, like just a space to be where I met, which was very sad and crying a lot and journaling and, you know, making sure that I'm talking to people about it and not stuffing down my feelings with, you know, well, I did with bagels. I ate a lot of bagels for some reason. I remember when shit hit the fan, I was just like, I just wanted bagels. And I don't think I'd had a bagel. Like it never occurred to me for like years. I used to have them as a kid. So I think my, my, I was like resorting to that childhood comfort or something after, uh, everything happened. Um, and so anyway, so I didn't, I didn't, I tried not to run from my feelings, but to feel all of it. Cause it, you know, I feel like when people break up, it's like, it's painful, but it's also like you're refeeling old relationships and old traumas that weren't quite healed. And so it's, it's really an opportunity to like get in touch with all of the feelings at that time. And, lots of breath work, lots of journaling, lots of therapy on and off and just getting real with myself. And, you know, I don't know if I would have written the book, you know, if it hadn't happened, it, I, I, a lot of good things have come from it. And a lot of lessons, I think I just read on someone's Instagram, maybe it was Mel Robbins and she goes, it wasn't love. It was a lesson or something Mm -hmm. like it was like a lot of relationships come to just teach us if we look at it that way about yeah. something about ourselves yeah totally i think if if you have the awareness to do that um i'm, I'm interested because i'm a big self-care guy was there any one thing above the rest that has kind of helped you the most along this way or along the journey sharing it 
out loud mm-hmm. with people, not trying to hide it. You know, I first got exposed to basically his behavior, um, his meaning my soon to be ex-husband about a month after the wedding mm-hmm. and which was, uh, in late August last year. And I didn't talk about it, especially online, um, for until around when my book was coming out, you know, and I write a little bit about it in my book and I think it's actually helped the healing process because I didn't, you know, a lot, I brought everybody on my journey online about our relationship. Like from the day one, I was like, I shared the relationship and all of a sudden he was just not in my content anymore. And I tried to be really delicate with what I shared and what I didn't. And I actually feel like since the books come out in July, like it's only opened up so much more healing because I'm able to relate to a lot more people than I ever have been. And I'm getting a lot more messages from, from people that have gone through something similar. And I hadn't, you know, I hadn't related to a lot of people. Like when people would talk about like cheating or infidelity, it just kind of went over my head. Like I would have compassion kind of, but I wouldn't relate. And now I feel like I have a whole new way of relating to people and, that's actually a gift. And I feel like, I feel like sharing it out loud with people and like, just not trying to hide it or alter it has been really helpful and healing and has opened me up a lot. I love that. I've uh, so funny how it works out. Your book came out around what you had are, you weren't obviously you weren't in the divorce period at that point then. Yeah, it took six months. So we we filed in in May, and then my book came out in July. Wow, what cathartic timing! Like wild, yeah. right? Wow. It's a very strange timing. So, I mean, it, I'm looking on the on Amazon right now. It's got crazy reviews. A lot of people are. I I actually haven't read it, but I'm interested to learn more about it. So, can you give us an idea or give us a little synopsis on on what yeah. the book is about? Absolutely. Um, it's a book about my life. I've been wanting to write a book um, just about my journey. Um, I, yeah, I got big on Vine on social media and stuff. And I write a little bit about that and a little bit about my childhood and growing up in Los Angeles. I also talk about addiction and alcoholism and um, that being an only child and everything that has to do with that kind of realm. And then I also talk about the how I met the man I married and then kind of what happened and then at the back of the book I give 30 lessons so that Hmm. you know people can take what take or leave what I do to kind of get out of my head and into my body and you know ways that I can take care of myself and be be a good mother to myself and there's 30 of them so that like you can put it on your coffee table and like pick it up and turn to really any lesson and be like oh yeah let me just remember to like focus on gratitude today or write a letter to myself or whatever I love that you just looked at every day what are you grateful for it's I guess that's a very common practice to help you just get out of your head or mitigate anxiety which I've learned works yeah I've heard that you can't be in entitlement and gratitude at the same time and so like just like love and fear it's like you kind of have to pick one and, and you get to pick and the, the misconception is that we're like just stuck with whatever our habits are, but we can actively remember and choose what to focus on. And generally when people focus on love and gratitude, they feel better. 
Yeah. Have you done all this work kind of on your own or have you had some like mentors or uh, therapists or practices outside of like what you can do on your own that have helped you? I feel like I've had nothing but help. Like I, I tried doing it alone um, for many years. I couldn't. Um, it's really humbling to ask for help. It's, it's necessary. We don't, you know, the, we can't solve the problem with the level of thinking when we created the problem, which is what Einstein says. And so like, we need something outside of us, someone that maybe had looks like to be smiling and going, okay, what do you do to smile? Like, or what do you, you seem like you're very authentic and you don't care what people think. How, how do you get that way? What's your way of thinking? And, you know, it's just saying, can you help me? Like I need help is a really, it just kind of drops you down to a level of where now you can be open to that help. And that's what I did um, a little like 10 years ago or whatever it was where I was just like, I don't, I, I don't feel free in my life at all. I feel like trapped by, you know, being obsessed with drinking at the time and wanting to fit in. And I just started comedy and I loved it, but I was like, I felt like there was something more and I was kind of self-destructive with not just alcohol, but like food and like all these things. And I was just like, there's gotta be more, there's gotta be another way. And luckily there, there was just so many people like mentors and sponsors and people like Marianne Williamson and Tony Robbins and Brene Brown and all the, you know, even as of lately, I guess, I mean, Russell Brand's been around, uh, but he's always got good stuff to say. And there's um, Dr. Joe Dispenza, um, so many people that are just have such great information ready to listen to. And I, so I have to like force, Oh, Louise. Hay, that was a big one. I would listen to her in my car and she would talk about how like your level of thinking determines your reality basically. And what you believe Mm -hmm. is most important. And then I got certified in NLP as a neurolinguistic program practitioner right before vine happened. And I think the two are actually aligned because when I, when I learned about hypnosis and and the way that we speak to ourselves, it really helped open up, I guess, the channel for my creativity to start really flowing so I could stop getting in my way because I would get in my way a lot. And yeah, like my, the, I had to ask for help. Like I had teachers, I still have teachers. I still have an amazing therapist that I go to, um, I don't know, once a month. And he's just like, he just, he reframes everything that I'm thinking. He, he, he tells me when I am falling into that not enough thinking and he calls me out. He's not like a general therapist where it's like, and how does that make you feel? And that's all they say. It's very, it's very like, "Mm, no, no, I don't like that. Doesn't match you at all. Oh, you're playing small dream bigger. And I'm just like, "Ah, you, you see me, you need someone who calls you out on your stuff because people play too nice in this world and they just want to make you comfortable. And it's like, I don't want people in my life to just makes me comfortable. I want like, tell me what's real. Tell me what I need to work on. More adulting like a mother father. When we come back. All right, guys, if you're like me, um, you like free stuff and I have a free sample for you guys to try this week, um, from OxyClean odor blasters. I don't know about you guys, but uh, our place has been getting a little funky uh, because we're doing some working out out in the garage and we're bringing all, obviously, our our clothes in uh, and they're just nasty. At least mine are. 
Uh, and we've got a couple dogs who, you know, are all around the house and they are also nasty sometimes. But OxyClean has, has done magic for me. Uh, these little odor blasters, they just blast away the funk uh, that you would imagine is, is in my workout clothes and on the dog's blankets and on the rugs uh, and everything else that they touch. So if, uh, if you've got some of that going on in your life and uh, you want to rid it with something that's super powerful uh, and will just blast away that funk... Uh, I got something for you for you to try. So you've got to try OxyClean Odor Blasters for yourself. To work your magic with OxyClean, go to OxyClean.com slash try me and order a free sample. That's OxyClean.com slash try me, T-R-Y-M-E, for a free odor blaster sample while supplies last. And now back to adulting like a mother father. I want to say something before I forget it because I want to know what your thoughts are on this. So being that like you grew up in LA or yeah. Okay. And and you've been acting for a while then, right? Yeah. 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 Do you feel like, um, do you feel like that industry like tells you all of these nice things a lot? I mean, they tell you both, right. But most of the time you feel really good about yourself. If you're on set, you really sort of like measure your success based on like, um, just the, the work that you're doing and you're almost constantly like pumping yourself up. Do you feel like you've had to like, or first of all, did you feel that way? Cause I'm just speaking from like my experience. Cause like hearing you talk about wanting to reach out to someone who's going to be really straight up with you and real is something that I'm just now like sort of coming to terms with. Cause I think I got conditioned to hear and be coddled and be told that like, you're fine. You're good. Everything's okay. It's, it's everyone else. Like, yeah, it would have been helpful for me if I heard, you know, you have room to grow and you could really you could really practice more with this and you're still lovable and worthy. So it's like especially acting, like I think I'm fine with it, you know, but I have I don't book everything that I go on and there's definitely something I'm like, you know, <laughs> I mean obviously you know the odds are really not in our favor unless we're already well known, which is kind of hard to do, which is why I started creating on myself. Cause I was just like, I can't be waiting around anymore. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of like, you're doing great. You're, I would rather this, my agent be like, it wasn't good. <laughs> like it was like, come on, we know you're do it again, do it again. You know, where I think, and I don't mean my agents right now. I just mean in the 10 years that I've been doing it, it's been very like, you're great. And I don't want to, I don't, I want you to like me. And so I'm just going to tell you it's, it's good enough, you know, not good enough to get it, but it's good <laughs> enough. And you're like, you know, I think I could have at the time, it probably would have really hurt my feelings and I probably would have gotten offended or maybe I wouldn't even hurt it. I don't know. Cause yeah. I get, I, I get scared of criticism, but I know that I truly respect it when I get it in a loving way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, that's a good one. Cause I, yeah. I, I relate to that. It's, it's like the way that it's handed to you or the way that it's presented. Yeah, it needs to come in like a cute little box with a <sighs> hug and all that stuff. Oh, come on, I wish I wasn't that way, <laughs> but yeah, I get it. It's I, so I have a question for you. Cause I feel like it's, it, it's hard to do, especially as you get a little older in life. Like, is, is there, do you find yourself thinking about how you're finding people and connections now that can, can actually tell you like things straight up and be real with you. Cause I feel like LA is a particularly hard place to find that number one, but number two, like, especially when you're running into new connections, 
to find people that just don't want to please you. And instead they want to be a hundred percent real and tell you how it is. Like, do you find yourself thinking about how you're actually doing that? Um, that's an interesting question. I find that I have to pay people to do that. (laughs) So like I have, I've had a life coach that I've had two and they both don't just say they are hard on me. And I like that. I like that. They're like, okay, here's your blind spots. Um, as far as like people in my life, I've definitely attracted a different breed of person now than I used to. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, there's, I know that I have some friends that they're, they're, they're not the ones that I go to, to grow, if that makes sense. And I don't mean that in a way that's like, I just mean like, I know what I'm, I have, I have my, like, I don't go to my dad if I'm, you know, want healing, like want to feel heard when I'm crying. I go to this friend, I go to, you know, I go to, I know what to go to. I don't go to the hardware store for milk is what I'm saying. I know that. So like I have, that's a way to manage my expectations. So I make sure to have a coach that can, that can kind of, not kind of, that can just tell me where I'm, I need growth and tell me the blind spots and keep encouraging me to read this book and look at that book and watch this video and do this. And, and it helps keep me accountable. And then as far as my spiritual fitness, I have like a mentor type woman that I talk to and, you know, she helps me, she helps kick my butt and be like, Oh, you sound like you're in fear. And I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't even realize I was in fear. Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to control things and I'm not relaxing and trusting that the universe has my back. Like Mm -hmm. if anything that I've learned this year is like, even with my marriage, I do believe that it all happened for a reason, but like I needed to learn so many of the lessons that I learned and more discernment and how to vet better and how to ask the hard questions and to trust my body. Like the whole experience with the marriage, I feel was like a coming home to trusting myself more than trusting somebody else's words. And where are you at with it all now? Like, do you feel, I mean, I know it's, it's so new and so fresh, but do you feel like it was there for, for a lesson and that you've learned and you've grown and you're ready for whatever that next chapter is? Are you still processing? Um, I'm more in the past, the processing phase. I think I am a lot more ready than someone else might be. I, I, I got really lucky to when everything happened, I was like, taking care of my spiritual fitness, if that makes any any sense. So that when it happened, I wasn't taking it personally. It still hurt. Don't get me wrong. It was still excruciating and painful and made me like question reality as I know it. Cause I thought, how could I have missed this? Like, what didn't I pick up on? How did this happen? And at the same time, I had to cut myself slack because you know, nobody in my life was like, Hey, by the way, watch out for this one. Like everybody was obsessed with him and was like, man, and you met your match and the wedding was like a dream come true. So it's not, I have to like, I always want to take responsibility for everything in my life because of what I've been taught of like, you create your reality and you know, all these things. And so I've had to people have people remind me like, this isn't his pain. Isn't your fault. Like what you do with it. And allowing it still in your life that would be your part in it and that's when I you know decided to move forward without him 
but I do feel like, you know, I don't feel anger at him. I'm not rageful. I send him love when I think of him, which gives me the clue that I think I'm a lot more open because I do want to date. I do want love. I do want yeah, I'm not, I'm not close to that at all. Yeah. Amazing. And you know, it's funny. I I've noticed more often, um, that people are more willing to share these kind of situations or infidelity. I follow actually a couple girls that I'm, I don't actually know them. I've just met them via social media, but I feel like I know them and I'm invested in their story. And both of them had similar situations to what you're sharing. Are you sharing your experience on social media in this regard? Or are you using like comedy and, and some of your creator um, type projects to like get, like get them? I don't know. I guess just. Um, I've, I've alluded, I've alluded a little bit. Like I'll always make comedy. There's been a couple of posts where I briefly speak about it. Not so much in detail because that's on my podcast and that's on in my book. Yeah. The book's not as detailed, but it's, it's there. Um, Cause I'm not trying to like, blast him or yeah you know I mean but I do talk about it because it's my experience and what happened to me um because I felt like I didn't I didn't want to share it but that was in consideration to him and that was he was the only reason why I didn't want to share it and I was like oh I could either help all these women or save his face and I'm like oh I don't that's once I like looked at it like that I was like it's this is way bigger than me this is not about him or me this is like yeah like the women that I feel like the more people talk about it, the more healing takes place. That's what I'm saying. Cause I've oh. seen such a transformation. Like, I mean, I don't even know these people personally, but I feel like I do. And it's crazy. It's like the second they, they express something or yeah, there's like a huge transformation. And I, I think it's so cool that you're even being open about it on your, on your podcast or even with us. Cause this is real life shit. <laughs> this is not, this is stuff that happens to a lot of people. I mean, divorce yeah. is very common. Um, especially even with like our age and younger, you know, people give it a shot. It doesn't work out. That's just life. You know? Um, I think it's, yeah. and if I can ever like impart wisdom on anybody to be like, Hey, And I know people warned me about this. They did like for years, all I heard was never rush into it. You know, make sure you like, I was a hundred percent positive that this was my person for life. I would not have married the man. If I thought, I don't know, maybe it was like, I was a hundred percent certain. And I was only going to marry one person. I wasn't going to be the person that's going to do a couple marriage. Like, no, like this is so sacred to me. Marriage is something that is so sacred. So, you know, I think everyone believes that when they're getting married, I would hope, you know, I don't think people are just like, I'm going to just try it. I think people like (laughs) are, they take it seriously. So when, when divorce happens, it's, it's pretty shocking and it's, it's, it's a bit, it is a big deal and it is, you know, it hurts, but it just shows that like, I don't have all the answers. The universe knows a lot more than I do. You know, there was lessons there when I say there is no rush, no matter what, there is never a rush, like take your time. If you're still, if you want to get married now, great. Check in in a year and see where you're at there. Like time will only help. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no like urgency. If it's urgent, it's not spiritual, right? Like, like Dude, I get it. I yeah. mean, I saw you guys kind of interact. <laughs> no, no. It's cause we've been together for not over nine years and we're not married. Oh, wow. We have a kid and on the way, but it's weird because, um, both of us had infidelity in our 
our parents' relationships. And I don't know how much of that really plays a role in like our decision, because I think we're different, obviously. And I think we're more conscious about what choices we make, but, um, but yeah, I, I think it's so powerful to, to be aware, you know, I mean, I'm a hopeless romantic through and through, so I could go to a wedding every day and be the happiest girl in the world. I believe in love all day long, but that's not to say that everyone's like right for each other forever. That's just what it is. You know, and I think I'm just aware of that. Like there's, it's very possible that we can get married tomorrow just because why not? And, you know, in a few years, just realize we've outgrown each other. Like it's just hard to accept it as it actually happens, I think. But, but yeah, I think, I think in a weird way, it's becoming so normalized. Yeah. A reason, a season or a lifetime. Yeah. All right, everyone sit tight and we'll be right back for some more adulting like a mother father. Okay, we've been talking a lot about this recently, um, about just how the way you look really does affect the way you feel and feeling confident in your clothes helps you go after the goals and and really just impacts your day. And what I love that express is doing you guys, they have comfortable, cozy, high quality, great designs, versatile styles that make you look and feel your best. Perfect for the holidays. If you guys don't know about their Lux comfort denim, their jeans made with extra stretch and super soft fabric. So they're like as comfy as sweats. Those are the ones you need to check out first but they've got great tops. They've got all kinds of key pieces that you can style along with anything in your closet. Um, Express is great. Uh, Check them out online. They're also available in stores. They've got holiday styles for staying in, stepping out, or anything in between. Shop Express in stores and online now. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Once you just stay, if you just stay in the day, right? I, you know, I had to do that even as right before I was getting married, I got all nervous. And then I started thinking about like the all or nothing mentality of like forever. And, you know, humans don't like that. (laughs) I don't think they're comfortable with like, and forever. And Mm -hmm. if it's romantic in the moment, it still can, it can affect a person in a weird way. And so I even had to take that one just today, just one day at a time. And it, we really do like the power to feel like we're, we're choosing. And so that could be why you guys are still together is because it feels like you've chosen each other every day rather than feeling sometimes marriage can make people feel stuck in some, some, not everybody. Um, I know for me, that was a fear that I used to have. I don't have it anymore, but a fear that I used to have was like fear of feeling stuck in something and not having my freedom, whatever that is, which is a state of mind. Again, it's yeah. like a, I'm free. If I say I'm free, yeah. it's not. So just like if I say it's a holiday, all of a sudden I light up and I'm like, it is mm-hmm. but it's a state of mind. I could exactly. say every day is a holiday. Every meal is a banquet. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I can just celebrate every day. You know, yeah. <laughs> why don't we do that? Dude, that's so true. It's that's like Monday. Really we yeah, we know it's Monday right now. Yeah, very. What if, we, what if we were like, oh, it's Friday? Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, like then we feel good. It's like yeah. we can feel good now. No, oh, it's so weird. That goes back to that whole like gratitude thing. Like I, I used to think when he would use these, I don't know, he had all these different ways of pulling himself out of moods or anxiety or whatever. And he, had, the other day, I literally was having like a meltdown. He's like, think of something you're grateful for. And it took me so long to really go there and like at first I kind of like 
balked at it in my own head. But the truth is, is like, we have so much power over our thoughts. It's wild. I I realized very quickly, like, yeah, there is a lot to be grateful for. Like, and very distracted me right off the bat. I think, um, I think that's a huge lesson because right now, you know, obviously we're coming out of 2020, but so much of us have had to work through like sitting in our own thoughts alone and figuring out like the reality, the confusion around our reality. Um, what a powerful year for you to have such a huge, um, I guess, new chapter kind of hit you and for you to just like cope with it in all these powerful ways. I've loved this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Whoa. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. I've loved it. I've loved it. I spent I I've felt a lot. And yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of crazy stuff happening, um, but it's not happening to me personally. So I've been in a lot of gratitude to get to be alive and above ground and to be able to still create. Like, obviously, I have compassion and empathy for what some other people are going through, um, but I'm not going to let it affect my personal life because I have work to do. And if I, if I took on the weight of the world, which I used to do, like, and then I was not able to move because I was just, everything was so heavy all the time. And I made a conscious decision a couple years back to care, but not carry. Because when I carry, I'm not, I get like paralyzed with fear and, and then I get in my way and then I'm of no use to anybody. And people need comedy. People need love and truth right now more than anything. You know, I started feeling like overly response right when the pandemic hit and everything hit with, um, you know, the world. I started feeling really responsible. Like I have to do something. I have to do something like something. I have a following. I got to. And then my coach was like, yeah, you got to keep creating vi- funny videos because people need to laugh. That's why they go to your page, man. And they don't go to your page for the news. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's a, it was like a weight off because I felt like I had to have the perfect answer for every single person, but certain answers were helpful to these people. And then these answers were helpful to those. How do I not alienate this group? And I was like, hold on. My job is not to, (laughs) I forgot my role here, which is to bring love, light and humor. That's it. That's all. You got a lot of work to do. I just, I just discovered your page literally before the call and I watched your last Jessica video. Oh yeah. Let me tell you, we need more Jessica in the world. So you need to get out of that. Oh, I love that you admitted that out loud. I love that you admitted that out loud because I feel like people want everyone with a platform to use it for what they want you to use it for. And it's so obnoxious to me because it's not our role to fit every single mold and be everything for everyone. No, it's not. And like the fact that you just leaned into like what you're good at, what makes you feel good, what makes other people feel good. And that's it. No more BS. Leave me alone. Shut up. <laughs> <It's-> Shut up. <laughs> like I wish more people spoke like that because it's everyone's trying to please everyone and everyone's trying to say the right thing. And, and we're all human. Yeah. We're yeah. all human. We're all doing the best that we can. We're all trying our hardest. And believe me, it took a good month of me like feeling helpless until I finally admitted like I can't do this I'm I'm trying to say all the right things but I don't feel like anyone wants to hear from me right people don't want to hear about this people do want to hear about this I'm getting messages being like you should use your platform and I just want to be like shut up 
Yeah. Yes. You know, but, but that's two people out of whatever, how many people are following. I can't, exactly. please, I'm never going to please everybody. But it's crazy how loud, like the one voice can be or the two voices or whatever, like, you know, 90% of your comments, your DMS can all be positive. You're doing a great job, whatever. But one person says you should have spoken on this, or I don't like your stance on this. And it's like, that's the only thing that you hear. Yep. Yeah. Why is that? Do you think? I think we're just conditioned that way. But I do believe you can condition yourself out of it. I think a very rare amount of people see the positive in, any, in everything versus, you know, the one negative loud voice or the one negative aspect of something. I think it's hard to do, but it's possible. Who were you just watching the other day? That guy? Oh, David Goggins. Yeah, he, like, is tough, man. I think, like, you could literally say anything to this guy, and it sounded like it literally just ricocheted off of him. I want to be more like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's absolutely right. You can condition yourself to just keep rerouting to focus on what's good, focus on what's good, and even reframing maybe that negative comment as just a quick like, oh, thanks. And then not giving it so much weight and power. Usually we give the ones that are, we give it more weight if there's some part of it that feels true, right? Like I remember feeling like, someone wrote, you're not funny. And then that went over my head, but then someone a couple of years ago said, you're gaining weight. And I was like, no, no, they see the truth. And that was just like, why was that one more offensive than you're not funny? And I was like, Oh, cause I don't believe that you're not funny. I believe oh, I like it, it, it like triggers the part of you that feels like maybe they're, they see the truth and it just shows where you're still wounded, where there needs more healing to have happen, where it's like loving parts of yourself that hurt. You go deep. Oh my gosh, I did not see like this DD. coming at all. I didn't see this coming. You're like, I was expecting jokes and uh... no, 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 no. I, I was just more, I was just, <laughs> no, I just thought like, you know, you never know because I've never met you and it's so weird in this world yeah. where it's like, you think you might know a little bit about someone, but it's like in reality, like we're all, like you said, like you've got this platform for a reason and it works for you and people come to it for that. But in reality, like we're human and we have our things and you have certainly lived and are learning and I just respect that you're willing to be you know all of it thank you thank you thank you for coming on our show and I think like you had a lot of really powerful nuggets that I think you know our listeners can learn from because those kind of um I guess I don't even know what you would even call it's almost like a loss. It's a loss, right? Like you've, you've really felt loss. And I think everyone can relate to coming out of that and growing from that and still loving that person, even though you're hurt. And I just, I respect you. I do. I miss them all the time. It doesn't make any sense and there's nothing I can really do about it, but just be with the feeling. So. And I think we all, all of our feelings are relative. I think we all feel the same stuff. Just the circumstances and details are different. And if we could remember, we're all in this together. We're all feeling the same feelings. Let's not compare. Let's look for the similarities, right? Let's look for where we're similar because we can find so much of how we're similar. Mm-hmm. And if the world thought like that and we all just kept looking for how we're the same, it would just unite us so much more rather than what's different. You know, it's like, yeah, we have some differences, but for the most part, we have so many similarities. We all feel the same, which is loss, sorrow, grief, joy, happiness, laughter. We are experiencing the same emotions, just different. Experiences. Yeah. 
That's it's interesting. I wish that message was louder, but unfortunately, that's not like what gets views or listens or anything. Like right no. now, typically we're being told to look at all the differences, and it's like crazy what it's doing to everybody. It's separating us. Yeah. And that's what the ego it does. It separates us rather than what love is like. What's real is that we're all connected and we keep forgetting that. And then it makes us feel disconnected and feel like we have to, I guess, buy more stuff or, you know, sleep around or drink alcohol or stare at our phones for eight hours a day. It's just like we're search craving for connection. Yeah. We're already there. We just forgot about it. Yeah. Jeez. I need a hug. <laughs> we're all hugging. <laughs> um so you're in LA yeah yeah are you oh, okay yeah 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 I would love to eventually I don't know just like meet up and, and I would get- love that I, I really mean that I would love that I'd love to hear more about what you guys got going on over there and and how you know Aww. everything is and because I want babies oh oh you'll have babies you're gonna be an amazing mom my goodness you're gonna be an amazing mom I could just tell thank you yeah. Oh man, and it was nice to meet you. Thing, you know. Nice to meet you guys. Yeah. Um, I wish you the best of luck with your book. We'll be sure to plug it. Um, and and all. I just wish you the best of luck and keep doing all the things that you're doing that make everyone happy. Because I think in return that probably makes you feel like you're doing what you need to be doing. Thank you. I feel yeah. the same way. And yeah. I feel the same. I'm really glad to have had this experience with you guys. Likewise. Love lightness. Yeah. We'll see in Studio City sometime. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. I'll, I, I mean, I'm moving, but I don't know where I'm moving to. But I've three- Oh my gosh, that's the best position to be in. Okay. I love when people say they're moving. I get so excited. Really? I get so excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, because I secretly want to be someone who moves all the time because I think it's just like the best way to have a clean slate. Yeah. Um, I would, I'll keep up with you on social. I'm curious to see where you end up. All right, girl. Well, hang in there. Thank you. You too. Okay. Talk soon. Bye. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Okay, guys, do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know, it's easy bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. If you guys need an escape, drop in to Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. You guys, imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, and Roku. And Fire TV, start streaming now. Pluto TV, drop Drop in, in, watch watch free. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. Okay, we're back. Um, I hope you guys were able to take something away from Manon's conversation. You know, a lot of people are going through some crazy changes this year. 
And I feel like it's more amplified because there's time to think about it. It's like usually you'd have other distractions or you would just literally hop on a plane and, you know, go for a trip and get out of there. And it's like right now it's, it's so much, it's everything feels magnified. And I felt the weight of that conversation. Um, How are you doing mentally? I was great. Uh, but I just heard a scream come from down the hallway. And that is why I'm still talking because I don't want, I don't want you to recognize that that happened. I don't want to recognize that that happened. It's all about just keeping the momentum. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Cause he's no longer sleep screaming. So Sorry. What was your question for me? I just want to know how you're doing mentally. Like it's important that we literally only have each other. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like, I just want to make sure you're I'm good. so glad that you're on this track. This okay. is good. This is good, good stuff. Um, here's your chance. Well, first of all, thank you for asking me that. Okay. I think I'm okay. I think, uh, I'm starting to believe that a lot of people feel this way. It's just an up and down journey. You know, one day I feel amazing. Like I feel all I think about is, is positivity. Like my foot's on the gas. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy for everybody around me. And the very next day for what seems like no reason whatsoever, I, you wake up in a funk, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like world seems a bit more gloomy. Um, it's harder to, to get into action. Um, things bother me a little bit more, like I'm more irritable. Like one day Gio could be screaming all day long and it's like, we're still best of pals, you know, and the next day he's screaming all day long and I'm like, dude, go away. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. Totally. I just think that's right. I mean that you said it full of ups and downs. Yeah. So where I'm at right now is I'm in a good place because I feel like it it just is what it is. And this kind of goes back to our conversation with Gary John Bishop, right? He's saying, if you think you can control like basically this freeway of thoughts that's going all day long, every single day, uh, you're out of your mind. It's more like being able to ride that wave and like having the, the tools to, to be able to do it and not give anything too much. Mm Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I feel like I'm, I'm just always getting a little bit wiser and like fine tuning my abilities to even when something negative comes up, like, yeah, okay, great. Um, just ride with it for a second and then figure out how I go back to a better place. Oh, this is so random. I said I had a win at the start that just was fleeting. Right. And my win is like very much along the same lines of what I'm talking about right now. I've been struggling, and if there's any dads listening, um, I've been bouncing this off my friends, and I feel like a lot of us are in the same place. I think it's a little harder for us naturally, for whatever reason, to be patient with the crying and the screaming and the whining. Right? I'm, I'm working as hard as I can work, but one of the things that I started doing over the last several days is when I feel myself going into that place of irritability, I literally asked myself, what kind of man do you want to be? And like, it's been so freaking powerful for me because like in a second, I'm like, who do I want to be? Who do I want him to think I am? Like, who do I want to be for him? You Mm -hmm. know? And it's helped me just go back to, all right, find a little more patience, find a little bit more patience, dig down, find a little bit more patience. Yeah. I'm glad that you're doing that because I, I guess it, it, what you said to me yesterday that was so interesting is that you said it's in like hu- our human nature or something. What did you say? I was talking to Kier. And no, Ke- I know. Kier said that, uh, in his opinion, he thinks it's a primal thing. Yeah, because 
I can't quite explain why we are triggered differently. Um, and for you, like the screaming, the whining, it really, really affects you. And I don't know if the Some reason days. why. No, right. What I'm saying is I don't know if the reason why it doesn't affect me as much is because I see you get affected. So I realize I have to like Maybe. be there because yeah. you're you're having your time and you need time away. But I do think that like somehow I just, yeah, like women seem to be a little bit more nurturing when it comes to like those harder, yeah. more challenging times. But I know that if I were to like remove myself out of the picture, I think it would be different. But I think because we have sure. each other, yeah. we're able to say, okay, I've had enough. Like I need to step away. And the other one like, you know, comes in and picks Yeah, up. I think it's in our nature to step up when we need to step up. So if yeah. I know I don't have any outs, like I can't take a break. It just is what it is. And you have to figure out how you're going to make it work. Yeah, so true. You know, but when Kira said the thing about the primal or when he had the primal comment, it takes me back. And this is something I've said to you a bunch of times. Like I look at the way like a, a lion would be around their cubs, you know, and I literally just saw a video of this yesterday on Instagram of, and the caption was like, daddy's like, not today. Right. <laughs> and it's all these little cubs following him and they get close and he looks back and he like shakes his head and then he trots off because he wants nothing to do with them for the day. Whoa. Cause he's like, yeah, you guys are too much for me. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And I don't feel like that, but like there's moments where you're just like, dude, I want to be, I want to be best bros, but you're screaming at me for no reason. And like, I'm not about it. All right. So do your own thing for a bit. It's real. It's so real. Super real. Um, but you know what? Thank God for the things that make me remember life is going to be okay. Like (laughs) an iced coffee, you know, or like a holiday, like when you play Christmas music at night. Okay. That just like takes me on another journey and I need to be on that journey. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we just have to do the things that work for all of us. And all of that is, you know, so unique to us. Yes. All right. Sorry. (laughs) My brain has literally left the conversation. Um, that's okay. That's all I got. All right. Well, let's, let's call it there. Everybody have a great week. Thanks again for listening. Uh, if you're enjoying it, as always go to Apple podcasts, leave a review and, uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. Thanks guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of adulting like a mother father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the direct message network on podcast one. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.